Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's talk about your Friday night of football for round 27, the last round of the regular season. And what a way to start your Friday than to watch the Manly Seagulls absolutely destroy, absolutely destroy the West Tigers, ending their season. A bit of style to celebrate Jake Travojevic's 200th game. Awesome stuff. Look, I mean... We talked. We said the same thing about Ruben Garrick that he was a fullback. He wasn't a center. He wasn't a winger. Now I'm starting to think that Cal is the exact same. He's a fucking phenomenal center. Don't get me wrong, but he is a fantastic fullback. Running 300 meters two games in a row at fullback. I mean that is unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. You'd think that if they, if they went into finals, they would be somewhat competitive. They would be somewhat competitive. They're not in finals, though. They end their season in a bit of style. 54-12 to 12 was the final scoreline for that game. Fuck. I have never been more impressed with Tolotel Keller. He was definitely the freak of the week. If there was one, um, he was insane. Absolutely insane. I'll get the stats up for you now because it is it is incredible what he was able to do in this game. Obviously, uh, he scored two tries in this one uh, in the first 15 minutes, 15, 16 minutes or so. Uh, and then he was just assist the left, right, and center. 300 meters, 110 fantasy points. If only I had him, and it would probably uh, make my score look a little bit better. But 300 meters, 40 post contact, three line breaks, two line break assists, a try assist, 16 tackle busts. 16 tackle busts. Daly Cherry Evans had 12 tackle busts in this game as well. I mean, super dominant stuff from the Manly Seagulls. Very, very dominant. Uh, West Tigers center Tristan Riley left the field in the 32nd minute and did not return after suffering a suspected uh, medial injury. So unfortunate there for Tristan Riley, only playing his second NRL game. Uh, ben Trevojevic left the field also in the 43rd minute uh, for a head injury assessment and did not return after suffering a Category 1 head knock. Uh, super unfortunate for Ben Trevojevic. I mean, he's had so many injuries. Fuck, he's so unlucky. Uh, you know, over the past few weeks, especially, he's had a number of injuries. Uh, Belinda Sharp made officiating history as the first female referee uh, to referee in the NRL under the single referee system. So congratulations to Belinda Sharp, and she did a terrific job. Uh, Jay Trevojevic became the 18th player to play 200 games for the Seagulls. The hard-running lock was immense in the milestone match with 36 tackles uh, and 12 runs. Uh, really good stuff there for Jake Trevojevic. And, you know, this whole side was humming. Uh, Daly Terry Evans has scored 15 tries in 20 games against the Tigers now. Uh, his best efforts against any club and obviously scored a try at the back end of the game uh, as well just to put the nail in the coffin if it wasn't there already. Um, he had a fucking terrific game. I mean... <laughs> you don't really look at Dolly Cherry Evans and go, you know, he's going to be a guy that gets 12 tackle busts in a game, runs over 100 meters and just fucking kills it. He's playing like a younger Dolly Cherry Evans and he's playing Australian, you know, Australian football. What I mean by that is he's probably going to get picked over Nathan Cleary. Melbourne Inga's already stated that he's going to get picked over Nathan Cleary. Um, you know, fuck, I'm super keen to see him in the World Cup. If he's playing this well now... Imagine what he's going to do in this World Cup series, Daly Cherry Evans. 
Obviously, Alex Tall got through a ton of work as well. If there's any positives here uh, for the West Tigers, 36 tackles, 113 run meters uh, off 15 hit-ups. A solid knock there for Alex Twall in a losing side. Uh, but Jake Trevojevic, Dali Cherry Evans, and obviously Tolatel Kowler, absolutely insane. Jason Saab scoring three tries in this game as well. I mean, some really, really solid performances in this one. Some really solid performances. Um, you know, Ethan Bullimore getting a try in this game as well. Gordon Chen come Tong getting his first try in the NRL. I mean, fuck, it was just a, a game full of highlights here for the Manly Seagulls. An absolute flogging. Tolotel Kala, is he a fullback? Is he a center? Is he a winger? We don't know, but he's playing some great football at fullback. And it's pretty scary stuff for the Manly Seagulls going into the next few years as well, because obviously these guys are going to come off contract. They're probably going to want to play fullback because that's where they play their best football. They know they're going to get a lot of money at fullback. You know, these guys, Cowler, Garrick, could probably leave and get a shit ton of money to play fullback at other clubs. It's scary times for the Manly Seagulls with all of these guys that can play fullback at a high level. Uh, I think it's also good, you know, especially if Tom Trevojevic, you know, maybe isn't a fullback going forward or, you know, gets injured again and has the old medically retired chat. You know, I think it'd be great to bring one of these guys in, whether it's Garrick or Keller. I actually don't know who to pick now with how well Keller's been playing over the past two weeks. It's been insane. Uh, yeah, but as I said, Manly finishing their season on a really positive note um, and getting a big win over the Tigers. As for the Tigers, I mean, you know, Api Corrissiao is at halfback. They've had so many dramas through the year. It's probably not how they wanted to end their year, but I didn't really expect them to do much. With Abby Corrissiao at halfback when he's a hooker, you know, to all the adversities they've had this year, the attitude in some games has been quite poor. Um, you know, to end their season like that isn't the best. However, with some signings they've got coming in next year, I think they are going to be a very, very different side to this year. I think it's very similar to how the Warriors came into this year uh, off the back of last year. I think it's going to be a very similar thing for the West Tigers going into next year, and people are going to say, fuck you, they're a wooden spoon team. They're going to get the three-peat of the wooden spoon. You know, they probably could. However, with the signings they've got going into next year, Aiden Caesar going into the halves with Jaden Sullivan is going to be massive. Adam Dewey's going to return. He's probably going to return at centre, which is what I like him at. I think he's a really good centre. You know, Jareem Buller, I'm so excited for Jareem Buller and the footy that he's going to be playing over the next few weeks as well. Uh, Corrissell in the nine there, combining with these two halves. Uh, you've obviously got John Bateman and Isaiah Papali'i, potentially the best uh, back row pairing when they're on in the NRL. I mean, they've got a good side. They're building a good side. Um, and uh, hopefully next year it starts to, you know, the boxes start to get ticked here. I don't think it will happen straight away. Obviously, these halves need a gel. Um, but, you know, I'm really excited for next year for the Tigers. I actually do think they're going to improve. And we said the same thing at the back end of, you know, 2020, 2021. You know, they're going to improve. They're going to improve. Look at the signings. Um, but obviously, they haven't. Especially off the back of 2022, we really did think they were going to improve with all the signings they had. Uh, they didn't. But I really do think with all the puzzles coming together now, Benji at coach, hopefully guiding these halves. I think it's really going to be a successful club going into the next three years. Now, I don't know how much footy Aiden Caesar's got left to play either, but I really do think they're building something. Uh, and I'm very excited to see what that is for the West Tigers. But obviously, it wasn't their night up against the Manly Seagulls. They got flogged. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans Masterclass, seven from 10 conversions as well. Uh, Daly Cherry Evans Masterclass, Teletel Kiala Masterclass. 
Um, yeah, it was a really successful night for the Manly Seagulls, getting a big win over the uh, West Tigers. Now, this one's going to break my heart. It's going to break my heart. Didn't really want to talk about this one, but I will. Uh, the Rabbitohs v. the Roosters, 26-12, to 12, the final scoreline. Uh, obviously, the Roosters getting a big, big win late. Obviously, scoring a few tries late. Game was equal, 12-all at one stage, and obviously... Uh, then the Roosters got on a bit of a roll towards the back end of the game. I'm I'm so disappointed with how this year's ended. I mean, we were finals contenders. We were premiership contenders, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. A little bit of bias shedding through there, but I'll you know try to be as unbiased as I possibly can. Um, you know, the Rabbitohs, they had, a, they had the potential to be grand final contenders. They were playing really well at the start of the year. Uh, when they're, you know, round 11, 12, they're, the, they're first on the ladder. They're first on the ladder round 11 or 12, and then Origin hits and they plummet. That game against the Sharks was probably the down point, the big turning point in the Rabbitohs season, and they just started playing really shit footy, really shit footy. You know, Latrell Mitchell and Cody Walker just weren't playing how we know they can play. Um, and yeah, I mean, it is taking a turn for the worst. Obviously, Latrell Mitchell getting suspended for the last game of the year. Um, it, it is just such heartbreaking stuff. A team that should be in the topper end of the top eight is, you know, getting scraps now, getting scraps on the ladder, getting absolute scraps. Uh, really disappointing stuff from South Sydney. Really disappointing. You know, in the first, I'd say, 15 minutes, Cody Walker looked like he was on song. I was really excited. There was a bit of aggression in the South Sydney defense. They looked like they wanted the game. After the first 15... You know, they make one error and it's fucking all, it's just all off. The, the light switch is off and the Roosters get a pretty decent win, 26 to 12, uh, the final scoreline there. Oh, I'm, I'm so disappointed. I really am because, as I said, South Sydney, a lot of potential to be a big, a big side in this competition and they just blew it. They really did. They blew it. As for the Roosters, though, I mean, Sam Walker, fuck, he's improving every week, you know, since his return. He's been fantastic. Um, you know, I'm really impressed with his footy, and I think that he can take this side a long way with the structured footy that he's playing now. He's really improved since going to reserve grade. Obviously, he was out most of that time due to injury, but absolutely fantastic. He was immense in this game. Just his second game back since round seven with one try, one try assist, 23 tackles, run for a stack of meters as well. He was outstanding in this game. His ball playing was first class. Junior Bulga, I thought, has been impressive too since coming in for the Roosters. Uh, filling in for Daniel Tupo on the wing. He had a try, a try assist, uh, and obviously 217 metres. He's been insane. He's been insane coming in for the Roosters. I've been really impressed with how he's been playing. Um, you know, and as I said, you know, with Daniel Tupo being out for a, a while, I think that he has been a real game changer for the Roosters and a very different style of play which I think has actually suited the Roosters a little bit more and suited Sam Walker a little bit more as well, um, rather than obviously having to kick up for Tupo. You know, you can, you can you know, use that cutout pass. You know, Junior Pargo is great under a high ball still as well, but um, I think it's suited Sam Walker a little bit, if that makes sense, a little bit more than Tupo does. Um, if there's any positives here for South Sydney, I thought that Cameron Murray was their best player. Uh, obviously, Black Taff came off in the 18th minute after suffering a head knock and didn't return. You know, they had to have a makeshift fullback in there. Alex Johnston was playing fullback. Hadn't played fullback for a while. Um, you know, Damian Cook made 44 tackles, broke four tackles, 80-minute uh, stint at two at hooker. 
Um, I thought that he was pretty decent there, Damien Cook. Um, other than that, South Sydney was shocking and, and the Roosters just, you know, took advantage of that. The Roosters defeated uh, the Rabbitohs at a core stadium for the first time since 2018 too. It's a game that South Sydney should have won. And yeah, as I said, super disappointing stuff. Roosters moved up to seventh and they're in finals footy now in South Sydney. A terrible way to go out. A really terrible way to go out. And the Roosters playing some decent football. They play some decent football. They looked a bit more on song than the South Sydney Rabbitohs were. Um, and yeah, they got a big. They got the job done. Billy Smith, I thought, was really impressive too. Um, he was really dangerous, and he has been. That really interesting step where he holds the ball in his left hand, and he palms off with the right, and steps with the right, and goes around. I mean, that is so dangerous, and he has been exploiting that with a lot of sides, uh, you know, since coming into this team as well. I really do think he's going to be the full-time center for them moving forward. Uh, Billy Smith, he is super impressive, and so are the Roosters in this game. Really good knock from them. James Tedesco on song as well. Uh, Big win by the Sydney Roosters. One.